Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. .com. I'm Rob Stallworth. WTOP traffic. Meteorologist Steve Rudin with the 7 News First Alert Forecast. Scattered showers and cloudy skies for the remainder of the afternoon and through the evening with temperatures holding in the 50s. This evening and overnight, showers will continue on and off. It's not going to be a washout. Wake up temperatures tomorrow morning, 45 to 50 degrees. Once the showers clear the area early tomorrow, skies will begin to clear. Temperatures 55 to 60. We're much colder for the day on Saturday. Highs will be in the lower to middle 40s with wind chill factors only in the 30s. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Steve Rudin in the First Alert Weather Center. Agerstown may be seeing uh, some showers and a thunder boomer or two. Right now in northwest Washington, clouds and 43 degrees. This is WTOP News. Facts matter. This hour of news is brought to you by Lido Pizza. Lido Pizza never cuts corners. Good afternoon. I'm Mark Lewis. Coming up, two men are in custody after an hours-long standoff with police in northwest. 75% of the cellular service for AT&T has now been restored after a lengthy outage. The connection between the University of Maryland and slavery. I'm Jimmy Alexander. Nice day on Wall Street. The Dow is up 336 points at 1 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by O'Reilly Auto Parts. I'm Steve Kathan. Big outage affecting tens of thousands of AT&T cell phone customers, some 911 service in some communities, too. CBS News tech contributor Ian Schur. It's still too early, it seems, to know what is the cause of all of this. But it's a good reminder of how dependent we've all become on these cellular networks. A lot of people don't have home phones anymore. And AT&T is telling people to use Wi-Fi calling. But, of course, that will only work if you get Internet access by another service. The mother of Russian opposition leader Alexei Navalny has had one of her demands met. CBS's Cami McCormick. Navalny's mother says she was allowed to see her son's body, but was told by Russian investigators that they wanted a private funeral. She refused. Navalny died suddenly at a Russian prison in the Arctic last week. His team says Russian authorities stated on the official death certificate that he died of natural causes. White House correspondent Nancy Cordes has the latest on an apparent move by the Biden administration to consider executive action to deal with the southern border situation. They're looking at a law that has been on the books for more than 70 years. It allows the president to suspend the entry of foreigners when it's determined that their arrival is detrimental to the interests of the United States. The Trump White House used that same law to justify an attempted ban on visitors from some Muslim-majority countries. That faced legal challenges. This almost certainly would again. Just in, a Texas judge says a school district in the Houston area was right to punish high schooler Daryl George for his hairstyle. He contended it violated a law prohibiting race-based hair discrimination. It just makes me feel angry, very angry, that... You know, throughout all these years, throughout all the all the fighting for the black history that we've that we've already done, we still have to do this again and again and again is is ridiculous. 
makes no sense. A Republican prosecutor in Arizona opposes the extradition of a suspect in the bludgeoning death of a woman in New York City, suggesting the suspect would get more lenient treatment there. CBS New York reporter Elijah Westbrook. The Manhattan DA's office is calling the move unconstitutional and disturbing, uh, even going as far as accusing uh, some of these prosecutors in Arizona of playing political games amid a murder investigation. Well, now two in vitro fertilization providers in Alabama have paused activities after the state Supreme Court ruled frozen embryos are legally considered children. Dow's up 327. This is CBS News. Think O'Reilly Auto Parts for all your car care needs. Get the parts and service you need fast from the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts. It's 103 on WTOP, Thursday afternoon, February 22nd. Clouds and 43 degrees. We're trying to get into the 50s. Good afternoon, I'm Mark Lewis with the top local stories we're following this hour. A barricade situation that went on for hours this morning in northwest Washington, shutting down a stretch of Georgia Avenue near Howard University, is now over. D.C. police say they were alerted of a potential armed robbery in the area around 8 o'clock. Two suspects reportedly ran inside of a building on Georgia Avenue and barricaded themselves inside. They've since been taken into custody. The police investigation continues. We're also continuing to follow the issues you heard about on CBS News with cell service for customers across the country. It's mostly been hitting AT&T customers since the early morning hours. AT&T Wireless now says 75% of service has been restored. In the meantime, they continue to suggest that affected customers use Wi-Fi to make calls. And sources are telling ABC News that the FBI and the Department of Homeland Security are investigating to determine whether this issue is linked to a cyber attack or to a hack. There are some local alternatives. If you are still experiencing outages, Prince William County says if your 911 call is not going through, you can call 703-792-6500 to report an emergency. Again, in Prince William County, 703 703- 792-6500. If you're having trouble getting through on your cell to 911 in Fairfax and Montgomery counties, authorities in those jurisdictions say try calling on a landline or have a friend or relative make the call for you. Three of four firefighters sent to the hospital after that deadly house explosion in Sterling on Friday have now been released. We're hearing more from WTOP's Neil Augenstein who tells us the firefighter still in the hospital has been serving the public in more ways than one. Brian Diamond is the volunteer firefighter who's being treated in the burn unit. The firefighter Diamond, Mr. Diamond, is an 8th grade English teacher at J. Michael Lunsford Middle School. Supervisor Matt Laterno represents the Dulles District. The supervisors and Fire Chief Keith Johnson promised their support for Diamond and his family during his recovery. Sounds like his road's going to be long in the future, but uh, certainly... I know the community is thinking about him. In Loudoun County, Neil Augenstein, WTOP News. We're learning new details today about the ties between the University of Maryland and slavery. Students in College Park may have woken up surprised due to the findings from Project 1856, 
which takes its name from the year the University of Maryland was founded. And the report shows that the connection between slavery and the University of Maryland dates back to its beginning with its founder, Charles B. Calvert, who owned 55 slaves, along with two of the university's board trustees that were also slave owners and one of the university's largest investors that owned four plantations. The university, then known as the Maryland Agricultural College, was established on land that was purchased from a slaveholding farmer. Commenting on the findings, Project 1856 member Leo Hughes Watkins said that was not part of the base knowledge of folks who were coming in as students at the institution or were working here as faculty and staff. I'm Jimmy Alexander, WTOP News. Some encouraging signs about getting giant pandas back to the National Zoo. The China Wildlife Conservation Association is sending a new pair of giant pandas to the San Diego Zoo. And we're hearing the organization is in talks with the Smithsonian to bring giant pandas back to the National Zoo as well. The pandas in D.C. were returned to China in November. Now only four remain stateside in Atlanta. Zoos typically pay a fee of a million dollars a year for two pandas with the money earmarked for conservation efforts in China. A group operating in Maryland is helping to spread the sport of lacrosse to a more diverse set of kids. It's in hopes of spurring some Olympic dreams. The next collegiate league is a club-level lacrosse league composed mainly of HBCUs from around the region. They play sixes lacrosse, fewer players on each side and faster pace than traditional lacrosse. We're showcasing this unique group of individuals who are playing a game that nobody else in in colleges playing sixes lacrosse. Liam Banks is the director of field sports for the NCL, which plays its games at USA Lacrosse in Baltimore County. I told them that when we first started this league, players from this league would be competing in the 2028 Olympics. That's when sixes becomes an Olympic sport. You know, this past fall, we were down in, in Jamaica and we saw Tommy Netterville from Oregon State competing for the Panama national team. John Dome in WTOP News. Coming up on WTOP in Money News. New jobless claims fell last week. I'm Ian Crawford. It's 108. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. Now, traffic and weather on the 8s. Rob Stallworth in the WTOP Traffic Center. In Maryland, on the Interloop ramp to northbound I-95 as you head toward 212. Your travel lanes have been reopened from the earlier broken-down vehicle. Out of loop coming past River Road, still with the right lane blocked for the work zone there. No problems on 270 as you leave Rockville headed toward Frederick, but eastbound I-70 after Woodbine exit 73, still with the right side blocked for the crash that involved the tractor-trailer. No problems on I-95 for now, you guys are in pretty good shape. BW Parkway northbound sluggish as you head toward Powder Mill Road. No problems on Route 50 coming across the Bay Bridge where you do have two lanes west and two lanes in the eastbound direction and no two-way operations as of yet on the westbound span. Interloop and outer loop in Virginia between the toll road and the Georgetown Pike. That work continues to block the right lane. Outer loop through lanes headed toward the Wilson Bridge. The left lane will get you by the work zone there. If you're southbound on I-95, expect delays as you leave the Prince William Parkway headed down to and past Dale City. That's where the work continues to block the left lane for now. Northbound 95 looks good. Leaving Stafford headed toward the Springfield Interchange and all night 395 northbound, but southbound 395 between the outbound 14th Street Bridge and Route 1. Still with, with the left side getting by that particular work zone and taking you back to Maryland. St. Barnabas Road westbound after Wheeler Road. You're under police directs for the crash and response on scene, so watch out for that. 
The WTOP Newsroom, furnished by Regency Furniture. Presidential savings are still happening at Regency. Shop now and enjoy 25% off plus free delivery. Affordable never looks so good. I'm Rob Stallworth, WTOP Traffic. Steve Rudin with the 7 News First Alert Forecast. Clouds are going to hang tough for the remainder of the afternoon with scattered showers dotting radar. Temperatures well into the 50s. Moving into the evening and overnight, scattered showers will remain. Temperatures not dropping a whole lot. Mid-40s to around 50 by early tomorrow morning. Those showers will draw to a close early tomorrow. Skies will gradually clear midday. Highs mid-50s to around 60. Turning colder on Saturday with high temperatures only in the 40s and wind chill factors in the 30s. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Steve Rudin in the First Alert Weather Center. 43 and cloudy in northwest Washington with uh, some shower activity and maybe even some thunder boomers to our north and west. Brought to you by Long Fence. Save 25% on decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest. Conditions apply. Go to longfence.com. Money news on WTOP at 10 and 40 past the hour at 110 Ian Crawford. Mark, the Labor Department reports jobless benefit applications fell to their lowest level in five weeks last week. Applications fell 12,000 to 201,000. That's despite more high-profile companies announcing layoffs. Trader Joe's may be coming to D.C.'s Friendship Heights. Urban Turf citing an ANC commissioner's post on X that they had received a liquor license request for Trader Joe's on Wisconsin Avenue in Chevy Chase Pavilion. Currently, Friendship Heights is served by a Whole Foods and Amazon Fresh, both on the Maryland side of Friendship Heights. NVIDIA has sparked a huge rally on Wall Street after the AI chip maker reported another blowout quarter. And it's a big party. The Nasdaq, which was up just above 16,000 a few moments ago, now back down below that mark, but still ahead 409 points. That's a 2.63% increase. The Dow is up 323. That's almost 1%. The S&P up 1.8%. Ian Crawford, WTOP News. ASRC Federal supports U.S. government missions that are critical to our country's success while building an enduring legacy for more than 14,000 Alaska Native shareholders. In the minutes ahead, a wide range of options are being explored by President Biden to address the crisis at the southern border. We'll hear about those in just a few minutes. Stick around. It's 112. The Greater Washington Board of Trade is a professional membership community representing top, vibrant, and diverse leaders who work together to build strong economic growth for the D.C. region. And now, here's Regional Business Insights with Blue Jenkins, President and CEO of Washington Gas, a member of the Greater Washington Board of Trade. For almost 175 years, Washington Gas has been committed to improving life in the DMV. Safety and reliability are just two reasons why Washington Gas is investing in large-scale modernization of our infrastructure region-wide. When you see us on your streets, this is what we're focused on. Learn more at WashingtonGas.com. The Greater Washington Board of Trade is pro-business and nonpartisan. It is where local leaders work together to drive inclusive, resilient, and sustainable economic growth for the region. Go to BOT.org to learn more about the important issues that Board of Trade members are tackling today. That's BOT.org. Whether it's cancer, a heart condition, or another health issue that requires specialized treatment for you or a loved one, one expert is never enough. At Innova, we offer comprehensive and compassionate care from world-class experts working together across a wide spectrum of medical specialties. Learn more 
at innova.org slash specialties. Why choose a Sleep Number Smart Bed? Because no two people sleep the same. Only the Sleep Number Smart Bed lets you each choose your individual firmness and comfort your Sleep Number setting. The Climate 360 Smart Bed is so smart, it actively cools or warms up to 13 degrees on either side for your ideal sleep temperature. And now, during the final days of our President's Day sale, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed, plus 10% off all bases. Ends Monday. To find a store near you, visit sleepnumber.com. Don't forget about free lunch Friday. Oh, it is almost Friday, and that means we'll be announcing winners tomorrow. Three lucky WTOP listeners will head out to Silver Diner. They'll win lunch on us. Hope you've signed up so that you have a chance to win. Do it today at WTOP.com. Search free lunch. Lunch at Silver Diner on the line tomorrow in the noon hour. It's that crazy time of year. Snow, rain, wind. The weather and damage to your roof may be a crapshoot, but when it comes to choosing home improvement professionals, don't leave it to chance. Trust PJ Fitzpatrick for the perfect solution. Roofing done right the first time. They are roofing experts with over 40 years of experience and backed by, get this, over 7,000 Google reviews. Plus, they guarantee their work for the life of your roof. Visit TrustPJ.com to schedule your free consultation and price lock guarantee. If you're a worker in the district who has recently experienced job loss, the D.C. Department of Employment Services is here to help you file for benefits. And DOES's new and improved unemployment insurance benefit system is a one-stop shop where you can file claims easily. To file for unemployment benefits, residents must create an ID.me profile and verify their identity, so don't delay. To learn more or sign up for your ID.me account, visit DOES.DC.gov or visit an American Job Center near you. Washington's top news, WTOP. Facts matter. Thanks for joining us on this Thursday. I'm Mark Lewis. A Biden administration official is confirming that the president is looking at the possibility of taking executive action soon to address the ongoing crisis at the U.S. southern border. It's coming after the U.S. House has so far refused to take up a bipartisan Senate compromise on uh, on immigration. Earlier, we talked about what the president may be considering with ABC White House correspondent Karen Travers. We're told that the president is looking at a wide range of options to try and do something at the U.S. southern border and considering taking executive action that would impose tough new asylum restrictions. One thing that he is considering is possibly barring migrants from seeking asylum if they cross illegally between official U.S. ports of entry. Now, we are told that no final decisions have been made, but that is something that is on the table. This is notable because, first, it will almost certainly face legal challenges if the president does move forward with executive action. Anytime we've seen executive action on immigration or border policy, it has gone to court. And also because the White House has been insisting for months that there was nothing they could do in terms of executive action. You know, they had done everything that they could, and it was up to Congress to act on border policy. They're still saying that. The White House told us last night that there is no executive action, no matter how how aggressive it is that could deliver the same reforms and resources that Congress can provide. But they're trying to figure out how they can do something because this is a very big issue right now for many Americans. That's what polls are showing. And they understand that something needs to get done at the border. And it seems that it's also quite politically risky. On one hand, mm-hmm. you have Democratic mayors of big cities asking for action. 
the uh, progressive part of the Democratic Party may not approve of what the president does. And you have Republicans saying, why hasn't the president acted sooner on this? Almost seems like a no win. Yeah. And if you're doing this to try and get some political win out of this, to show that you're doing something on an issue that is proving to be a potential political liability in an election year, as you say, he's going to get criticism from all sides. Republicans who say, well, look, you've said you couldn't do anything. And now here you had something as an option that could have been done months ago. Progressives are not going to like imposing tougher asylum restrictions. And he's going to get some blowback from the left. And the fact that it might not even end up happening if it gets challenged in court and just gets put on hold and never goes anywhere. But, you know, this is such a politically tricky issue. And for the White House, I think what they're trying to do is thread this needle of saying, look, right now, Congress isn't acting. There was that bipartisan border agreement that the Senate had reached, Republicans and Democrats, but it was killed in the House. House Republicans said, we are not taking this up because they were facing a lot of political pressure publicly and privately from Donald Trump, who said, you cannot give Joe Biden a win on this in an election year. So for the White House, they're saying, if Congress isn't moving forward on this, we're going to try to do something, even if that something ends up getting them a lot of criticism from all sides and doesn't actually go anywhere. That's ABC News White House correspondent Karen Travers. WTOP brought to you by Prince William County. Hey, Prince William County commuters, if you're stuck in traffic on I-66 again, find a better way at pwcva.gov slash my66commute. Speaking of commute, let's check traffic and weather on the 8s. Rob Stallworth, what's going on? In Camp Springs, on the interloop between Branch Avenue and St. Barnabas Road, getting the first report of a broken down vehicle. On St. Barnabas Road, westbound after Wheeler Road, may still be under police direction for the crash near Alice Avenue. Leaving the district, headed into Virginia, southbound 395 between the outbound 14th Street Bridge and Route 1 Crystal City. is staying left to get by the work zone there. Outer loop through lanes headed toward the Wilson Bridge. The left lane gets you by the work. Then between Tyson and McLean on the inner loop and outer loop between the toll road and the Georgetown Pike, that work continues to block the right lane. If you're traveling on I-95 southbound, no delays going across the Occoquan and down to 123. But once you get past the Prince William Parkway headed toward Dale City, that's where the work zone continues to block the left lane. If you're traveling at this point in the district, northbound DC 295 delays, leaving the outbound 11th Street Bridge toward Pennsylvania Avenue, but the travel lanes are reported to be open. Believe the Better Business Bureau, five stars for GiveMeTheVin.com. The rest of them are one stars. America Best Car Buyer is GiveMeTheVin.com. I'm Rob Stallworth, WTOP Traffic. Let's get the latest 7 News First Alert forecast. Jordan Evans, what's going on? Yeah, we're tracking actually a thunderstorm now just to the north of Front Royal, moving toward Middleburg. There's a few lightning strikes being observed with that one. Some heavy rain, maybe some small hail around pea size, but it will not reach severe limits. We don't have the uh, dynamics for any severe weather, but a couple of rounds or spotty, heavy downpours can't be ruled out at some point today. Best chances for any of that, north of I-66, closer to Pennsylvania state line. Most of the rain will stay north of D.C. today, but still around uh, 30% for the metro as we go into the afternoon and evening then it starts to quiet down by early tomorrow we'll see those temperatures drop by friday afternoon and the evening we're down to the 40s for your saturday with sunshine gusty winds and then sunday more pleasant with lighter winds and temperatures rebound the 50s and a huge warm-up for next week we're tracking 70s by wednesday right now it's 44 in northwest 45 at dulles international and 47 alexandria 
And the latest forecast brought to you by Len the Plumber. Heating and air. Trusted same-day service, seven days a week. Ashley's President's Day sale has been extended, so you still have time to shop low, low holiday sale prices on Ashley Styles in-store now. Plus 0% interest for five years with no minimum purchase. Hot buys, your choice, just $6.99. Great styles, one low price. Sofas, reclining sofas, queen bedrooms, dining sets, only $6.99 or $12 per month. Hurry in, two-piece sectional, $9.79. Five-piece dining set, $3.49. Queen bed, $2.49. It's extended, but it's the final days at Ashley. Visit homestores.store for participating locations near you. For John's 60th birthday, his family planned to drive down old Route 66. But the trip took a detour when his wife got sick with RSV. It's a highly contagious virus that can lead to breathing problems and hospitalizations. This year, we don't want to cancel our plans. We're protecting ourselves with Pfizer's RSV vaccine, Abrisvo respiratory syncytial virus vaccine. Abrisvo, a vaccine to prevent lower respiratory disease from RSV in people 60 years and older. It's not for everyone and may not protect all who receive it. Don't get Abrisvo if you've had an allergic reaction to its ingredients. A weakened immune system may decrease your response. Most common side effects are tiredness, headache, injection site pain, and muscle pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-844-989-7284 or visit abrisvo.com. So don't wait. Ask your pharmacist or doctor about Pfizer's RSV vaccine at Brisbane because every breath matters. <sighs> Test your newsmaker knowledge this Saturday and Sunday morning in the 8 o'clock hour with the Mystery Newsmaker Contest. We'll play the voice of someone you've heard in the news this week on WTOP. Guess the newsmaker for your chance to win a family four-pack of tickets to see Grammy-winning guitarist Carlos Santana. Alongside Grammy and Academy Award-nominated rock band Counting Crows on their oneness tour June 20th at Jiffy Lube Live. That's the mystery newsmaker this weekend only from Washington's top news, WTOP. It's 124. Here's your Jill on Money question of the day. Catherine from Seattle asks, my old employer was bought out and as a consequence is mailing out checks from our old 401k with Vanguard. I have a new 401k through Fidelity with my new employer and my own traditional IRA with Vanguard. Would you recommend a rollover in either one over the other or split it up? Okay, Catherine, I like having things in one place, so I would probably roll it into your new plan with Fidelity. You can also probably roll your traditional IRA IRA balance into your new plan, and that will give you the option of doing backdoor Roths down the road. Have a question? Go to JillOnMoney.com. Sponsored by Progressive Insurance. Looking for a career you'll love with flexibility, great pay, and benefits, and one of the country's top workplaces? Come join our growing team. Go to Progressive.com slash careers and apply online today. Sports at 25 and 55 on WTOP. 125, George Wallace, what are you working on? Well, Tiger Woods' son Charlie's 15 years old, trying to qualify for a PGA Tour event in his hometown next week. The Cognizant Classic didn't go so well today, playing in a pre-qualifier today. Shot a 16 over. Uh, it's 86. He had a, a 12 on the par 4 7th, but then six straight pars after that. So he did kind of steady himself. But that 12, listen, that 12, that'll get you anybody. That sounds like the way I golf. 
I was going to say, that's what usually happens to us. Right. But uh, he did steady himself <laughs> after that, but uh, shot a 16 over today. Capitals, six points out of a playoff spot. They are back on the court on the ice tonight. They face Tampa Bay, coming off that six-goal performance over New Jersey the other night, scoring four in the third. Ovi with another couple of goals the other night. The Wizards return from the All 